When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, The Bird Show. So Abby was about to go on a lunch date yesterday and was slightly just a little bit, a little bit offended by what I believe is this guy's way of flirting with you. I that mean, backfired. it was bad flirting. I mean, I don't really think hating on my interests is a way to get a girl's attention, but like, you know, to each their own. So I matched this guy on Hinge a couple days ago. Yeah, y'all can laugh. A little aggressive. <laughs> it's a little salty. It's fine. So I matched with this guy a couple days ago on Hinge, and he was coming in hot. He had a little bit of BDE because I, I notoriously have never been excited for a second date, and I put that on my Hinge profile because I think it's a little bit of a challenge. Like, can you get me excited for a second date? And so he responded to it, and he was like, well, I guess you've just never been out on a proper date with a proper Georgia boy. And I was like, all right, well, giddy up, cowboy. Let's see what, let's see what we can do. And so he made some comment. Of, or no, so he also responded to something else in my profile about me wanting song recommendations. He recommended a song. And then I was like, where'd you hear it from? And then he was like, the Joe Rogan podcast. And I was like, God, okay. So then I gave him a little bit of crap for that. And I was like, well, you can you can like Joe Rogan if I can like Taylor Swift. And then he was like, oh, no, no, no. You can't like Taylor Swift. So I mistakenly give him my number because I'm <laughs> stupid. And the first thing he says to me in my text messages is something about like, oh, when I take you out, we're not allowed to listen to Taylor Swift. And it just wasn't funny. It didn't make me giggle. It wasn't like a good joke. And you were coming after one of my top interests. <laughs> like, how is this supposed to turn me on, bro? And Mo and I were listening to this with the ears of guys because we do have the parts. Um, that he, he was just, it, it, it missed the mark, but he, I think he was trying to flirt with you and be funny. Uh, yeah, it was, it's all he has at that point of your interest. So I think he was just trying to use what he had in order to find a way to kind of start conversation with you. I'm not saying it was a good way to go right, about it, right. but I think that's what his intentions were. Yeah, he should have been funnier. I agree. I'm <laughs> anyway, not mad at you there. So, so he ends up asking me out. He's like, well, I only have time for coffee. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. Last time I have to s spend defending Taylor Swift with you. <laughs> Going in with these expectations. I know, right? I'm like, sure this was a rousing success. This is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what Bert told me to do. He's like, if you don't yeah. care, they're going to they're gonna think you're super hot. Mm -hmm. So I came in not only not being interested, I just freaking hated the guy. You can't be, you can't be disgusted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny line. Right. Just, just being a little bit disinterested. But you don't want to also go, how do I explain this? You don't want to go past the line of like being annoyed that you have to be there. But you want to make him feel a little insecure that you don't care if this goes well or not. Well, I, I, mean, I feel like it's like indifferent. Yeah. Like I'm good either way. You want to be I'm, aloof but not bitchy. That's it. Right. Indifferent. Okay. Yes. That's it. Okay. Well, were you aloof? Yeah.
Okay. So he, I show up to the date. It was a, it was a lunch ish coffee date. And he goes, where do you want to go? So I recommended a place that my friend said was about 50, was about halfway between both of us. Beautiful on the river. Wait, 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 wait. He asked the girl who's only, hasn't even lived here a year. And this is a proper Georgia boy taking you out and you have to pick the place. Oh, now you're just picking this guy apart for no reason. At yeah. all. Come on uh, that now. is not for no reason. Come on now. Honestly, it didn't bother me because really? when he asked me out, he was like, oh, what, what part of town do you want to meet in? And I was like, well, I can go as long as it's close to my office, even though I don't work past 11. Um, so I was like, yeah, somewhere in this area. And he was like, well, why don't you pick it? Which I thought that was kind of courteous. Okay. So for me, the half strike would just be that he's coming unprepared to the first date. Like, I think it's, isn't it way more endearing for him to have something set up? Like, yes. okay, we'll meet blank and take charge of the situation rather than where do you want to go on the you, first date? You want to know what would have been endearing to me? Him taking interest in my interests <laughs> and oh. not hating on Taylor Swift. <laughs> Bro, I never God, had we a chance. Even, never. We haven't even got to the location yet. Right. Let's, get, let's get to the date. So I choose this place that I had never been to, but my friend said was really great. It's right on the river. Very aesthetic. So we pull up. And I had no idea, but it's like in a neighborhood. So he texts me. He's like, do you know the gate code? I'm like, I don't know the gate code. Somehow he figures it out. We get in, we park and we meet. And as advertised, he's a good old country boy. Okay. We end up getting a coffee. We talked for about 90 minutes and he's a lovely dude. Turns okay. out, turns out you shouldn't be a hater before you meet somebody. Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right. So 90 minutes for, that's a long first date for quote unquote coffee or whatever. It, well, maybe it was like an hour and 10. Okay. Maybe 90 Still. minutes is generous, but it was, it was great. I mean, we chatted, we he, he can carry a conversation. He's enjoyable, but it ended away in the way that a lot of my dates end in the sense that you feel like you have to break up with them when they're more interested than you are. Because I always like to just end it with a thank you. And if you don't hear from me, then good luck on your future endeavors. And I don't think he has picked up on the fact that I'm not excited about a second date. Okay. Was there anything he could have done, honestly, during the date to change your mind? No, no. And that's what that's what frustrates me about having to, quote unquote, break up with someone that you've only been on a first date with because they didn't he did nothing wrong other than hate on Taylor Swift, which he did make a couple more jabs and I was ready to leave. <laughs> I, it's, th there's nothing wrong with him. He is going to be so great, but for somebody else. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think women just have really solid intuition about about who they're going to be a good match with. And I'm just not really into the gray area of just being like casual. I'm like, you're either going to be my boyfriend or not. I don't want to, you know, entertain this for you longer than it needs to be. You weren't feeling it, man. I wasn't feeling it. He he's, he's awesome. He's going, he's going to own a farm one day. He comes from a great family. He has interests. We talked about hunting. He told me that he just picked up Bowen. He literally, we are sitting at the coffee shop that's on the river in front of a bunch of woods. And he's like, there's a deer over there. And you know, if I was going to kill that deer with my bow and arrow and he stands up and he like pulls out a fake bow and arrow. He's like, this is how I killed, I killed the deer. And I go straight. <laughs> so you're yeah. more upset about the Taylor Swift jab than that? <laughs> He's got interest. Yeah, okay. it's a Southern thing, right? Okay. Um, see, I guess I... I would approach. I would have approached it back in the day as like everything's kind of lining up here. Yeah, we don't really have this chemistry yet, but the first date is always so weird. I would probably go out on a second date because he didn't do anything wrong. You don't mock kill a deer on your 
first date. Yeah, it's one thing if you like hunting and that's your interest, but to actually get up and pretend like you're pulling back the bow and you're about to shoot the beautiful deer that you're watching as you're sipping your coffee. It's not like it was an AK-47. <laughs> it should have been if you got a fake weapon. You wouldn't have fallen out. Do something that's going to do the, do the job. Of all the weapons. I'm surprised he didn't take coffee grounds and swoosh them underneath his eyes like he was doing camo. Hey. The Bird Show. So her husband is going over the uh, top too much to spoil the kids on Christmas. And uh, Heather wants our help texting him and saying, hey, can we just pump the brakes here? This is the way Jesus would want it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Heather, we are ready to start our texting tutor with you. What you got? Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Really good. All right. So your husband is being too generous for Christmas. Yeah, you know, I just feel really strongly about cutting back a little bit on gifts this year, um, and I just don't quite know how to go about it. Is Has he always been overly generous at the holidays with the kiddos? No, so here's the thing. They're technically his kids, my stepkids, um, but we've been married for quite a while now, and this really just started... I want to say three years ago, their mom remarried to someone who's pretty well off. So Christmas in their household is, you know, kind of a lavish affair. Um, They go all out, really extravagant. So I think, you know, my husband felt the pressure to keep Mm. up and make sure that Christmas in our house felt as special. And I I totally get it. But... um, We don't have that kind of money is just frankly what it is Mm -hmm. and puts us into credit card debt every year because of this. And I just think it's too much. We can't afford this. It's not really teaching the kids a great lesson. Um, And I just I don't think it's the right thing to do. And that's not even really what Christmas should be about. And I, I just feel like we've gone down this kind of slope here and need to figure out how to kind of get back to what it was. How to reverse course. Um, Bert, I'm curious, like if you're co-parenting well, and I think you and Stacy have and did and still do. For the most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when it came to Christmas, did the two of you come together and be like, hey, this is the limit we're going to spend on the kids. That way there wasn't like this competitive nature or that one house would deem was deemed better than the other? No. Okay. Um, nope. Nope. Nope, there wasn't. Okay. Um, I wonder if anybody does that. That would, huh. Never heard of it, but that would know. be smart. Right? That I way. So, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you, you don't want Christmas to be a competition. Mm-hmm. And Why not? I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you want, you want the kids to want to go to both houses equally. So I think coming up with a budget for the holidays, mm-hmm. if you're if you're on good terms with your ex and you're trying to co-parent accordingly, then like, yeah, th- be like, this is the budget for the kids this year. Mm. It just feels like the house that's capable of winning that competition is never going to like back off. Yeah. And also in a way you're kind of, I don't want to say you're punishing the kids because this isn't a punishment, but if, you know, they're used to getting for the last three years some pretty nice gifts and then all of a sudden there's a little bit of a, mm-hmm. of a change or Starting getting, they're starting to get those off-brand, but now they're getting twice as many gifts because there's two households. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> not the way we handled it. At all. Um, yeah, um, I, 
and it was different in the first couple of years, and it, it, it might be in the latter couple of years, but it was like, we never even had a conversation about it. Gotcha. <sighs> so I'm not exactly sure where to go with, with this. How long have you guys been married? Uh, let's see. We've been married for seven years now. Okay. That's a good chunk of time, but this is going to be a, a tough sell, especially because it's your stepkids, and now you have the angle of competing against mom, even though there's probably no spoken competition. Mm-hmm. It's there. Mm-hmm. I I cannot think of a way to approach this conversation besides like pointing out our family budget. Mm-hmm. That would go over well. That's what I was thinking also, is that... These are separate conversations that you bring up a conversation right now when we're texting about finances and budget. Yeah. And we totally avoid unless he brings this up and then we can get into it. But I think it's more just one of finance. And that would be one actually that I think that I would do over text. Yeah. Heather, do you handle like the bill, like paying of the bills and the budget and stuff like that in your all's household? Um, For the most part. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I love that idea of you just going to your husband and being like, hey, crunching some numbers and um, looking at our checking account and our credit card. And I figure we can spend X amount on the kiddos this year for Christmas. There you go. Okay, that's good. All right. So take a couple of minutes to think about what that number might be. Yes, you got to figure that out. And then when we come back here, Heather, we'll start texting tutor and we'll text your husband and we'll just work out this financial, this financial understanding and texting tutor. All right. Coming up next on The Burt Show. Hey, The Burt Show. All right. So we are about to start texting Heather's husband. Uh, Heather's husband likes to go over the top when it comes to Christmas. Yeah. So he has kids from a previous marriage. And while he and his current wife have been together for seven years, his ex-wife recently got married three years ago to a man who's pretty affluent and has a nice little chunk of change. So the past couple of Christmases have been extravagant over at mom's house, and he's trying to keep up with the Joneses because, of course, it's Christmas. It's a competition. <laughs> it's, it's which household the kids love the best. And what Heather's telling us is like they've gone into debt every year at Christmas trying to keep up with what the kids are getting over at their mom's house with their mom and their stepdad. So she really wants to text her husband and be like, hey, we need to dial it back this year. But we're, I, instead of doing that, we're like, let's come at him with a budget. I do want to give your dude a little grace, though. I, if I had to be 100 percent honest, I, I would feel the same way uh, as your husband does. I would too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would completely compete. <laughs> I really would. I get would. it. I yeah. do, but yeah, the truth of the matter is, you guys can't afford you can't it, do right? That forever. Yeah, yeah. You, no, you can. You. you can feel that way, yep. and you can understand. But also, don't need to go, you know, into massive debt on your Mastercard. How old are the kids we're talking about here? Uh, they're eight and ten. Eight and ten. Oh, okay. see, like mm. teenager. See, that's the thing. I think at eight and ten, that's a little easier to not spend as much because the older they get the more expensive the gifts are. Yeah, and they also, I think, in a, a, I was going to say a couple of years, it might be a couple of months, they won't even remember who gave them what. But you will. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a core memory for them. All right, so where do we even start? Just uh, something kind of basic about uh, covering finances? Yeah, but Heather, we need to know, what's your budget? 500 a child. A five hundred per child is that's a nice chunk of change. You shouldn't he shouldn't feel sheepish about that at all. No, not at all. You're spending more than no. double on what I'm spending on my kid. <laughs> okay, now hold on a second. All right, let's let's be smart about this. If five hundred is what we want per kid. Yeah. Okay. Should we go in at two fifty? Because he'll he's obviously three. Let's go in at three. Mm-hmm. 
Two, because you don't, you're not going to double it. You know what I mean? So I would go in at three per kid. Well, if you go in at 250, inevitably when we end up at 500, we have doubled it and we have totally conceded. I agree. Mm. That's a valid okay. point. That's boy math and I like yeah. it. Yeah. You'll feel really game. good about it if you feel like you doubled it. Yeah. So let's start with, um, well, how do you normally acknowledge him? How do you say hello? Do you have a nickname for him? Do you have a, like a lovey-dovey name? <laughs> Don't drop the name, um, though, the, the one you use when he already knows that you want something. It has to be. Okay, so we're not going with love chicken. Love chicken. Long story. Yeah. Uh, I, I think babe is okay, fine for right. the situation. Okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, been crunching some numbers. Figured out what I think our Christmas budget for the kids should be. And I was thinking two fifty per kid. How does two fifty per kid sound? Boom. All right, one second. Now, so. does he understand that the budget is different this year than it has been in past years? I feel like I've tried to hint at the need for it. If, he, if you I, hinted and you didn't say it, he didn't pick it up. Yeah, I no, think. I think he's choosing to not. Okay, then I think in this first text yeah. somewhere you have to address that and yeah. say, since our financial situation has changed, or blah 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 blah. How does two fifty sound this year per kid? Yeah, yeah. Like after looking at our accounts and what's already on the credit card. I feel like we could comfortably afford two fifty per kid. Oh, I like that. I like comfortably because yeah. you're going to really okay. come out of the comfort zone when we get to five hundred. Okay. Yep. Read it back before you hit send. Four four four. One second. <laughs> Love chickens. Not going to be happy about this. No. no. <laughs> He's going to be an angry chicken. <laughs> All right. I have. Hey, babe. Been crunching some numbers to figure out our Christmas budget. After looking at our financials and what we owe on the credit card, I think we could comfortably afford $250 per kid. I like it. I love it. Yeah. Hit send. Done? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you guys get each other gifts, Heather? Oh, yeah, we do. Usually nothing huge. And we tend to do more the experience thing for each other, so... Saying if he really throws a fit about it, you can be like, you can give up your gift budget for the kids if you want. Ooh. There you go. Or you can just uh -huh. stuff the credit card bill in his stocking. Do you know you can actually, if you're the primary card holder, you can set an authorized limit for him. So he wouldn't be able to spend over it. Are you serious? Uh-huh. If she's the primary oh, account Don't let holder. my husband know that. I would not want to be married to you. You are too smart. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But just could knowing you, you could. Then how would you know? Because I must have looked, looked it into. Up. I did. <laughs> well, for this, not for Chad. For this, could you imagine being in a store having no idea okay. that your partner has set a limit for you, and you're trying to buy something, and your card's getting declined? So bad. You go to the bank ready to curse the bank out, right? <laughs> Problems and, in the house. And they're like, um, n n "No, the primary card owner has set a limit on your spending." <sighs> That'd be a fight. Oh, all right. Response is in. It sounds like it's a doozy. <laughs> I think we're going to have to work here. Yeah. I mean, this is what we came in low, remember? Yeah. Yeah. He says we can figure it out. We never worry about budget and it works out. Who is we? <laughs> Take us up. Okay. You do worry about budget though, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then that's how we need to respond. Be like, hate to break it to you, but I always worry about the budget mm -hmm. and it doesn't figure itself out, I figure it out. And and I think you also need to do the ask again. We need to come up with a number. Yeah. 
that is comfortable for us. Like, if 250 isn't okay, what are you comfortable with? And then now we're going to try to negotiate, right? Now we're going to get into negotiation territory. Okay. What you got? I have... I hate to break it to you, but I always worry about the budget. And it doesn't just work out. I work it out. I think we need to come up with a number. What are you comfortable with? That's good. Mm. Sam? Yeah. Okay. Because you're also having this slight tone of getting a little bit annoyed, which is good to intimidate him with. Well, you went in really nice at the beginning, right? And then it works itself out. Oh, yeah, the magic budget fairy just comes in. <laughs> <laughs> All the bills get paid. Little fairy dust. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, he he would not. I feel like you felt every word of that. Yeah, she did. Um, he he would not try to use the fact that these are his biological kids. Would he? I certainly hope not. I would be a little shocked if he did. That's something you could think, but never say. Hundred percent. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Give us a number. He says, I'm comfortable with what we've always done. Maybe a little more for inflation. (laughs) What What a douche. Okay, now we respond back. Now we respond back. Seriously, comma, we can't afford that. Mm -hmm. It's not in the budget. If 250 isn't going to work, what's a number you're comfortable with? Instead of saying what's a number you're comfortable with, should we be like, I'm willing to go as high as 350? There you go. Fun? All right. Yeah, and then we don't throw another number out. You don't negotiate against yourself and, and these kind of things. Even though we just did? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a mistake. Um, but we don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. I think at least that showed a little, like, wiggle room, you know, that you're giving in a little bit to him. Yeah. They don't sound like he's going to care much. <clears throat> I'm a little worried. I'm curious, I like Heather. Starting. How no. much did he spend per kid last year? See, last year, I was definitely over a thousand on each one. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, so this is a yeah. big budget cut. Okay, mm-hmm. it is, but I just like you know, every year it's going higher and higher, and I don't even know what that would mean for this year. Inflation, also. I mean, I mean, that's a lame excuse. Uh, and there's oh, also ridiculous. I, Nobody pulls that. And I do think that there are ways to camouflage like five hundred to a thousand um, with maybe. S- more smaller gifts yeah. rather than the the massive ones mm-hmm. to keep it lower. Mm-hmm. We got a response. Mm-hmm. Okay, now he says, you, in all caps, go as high as 350 and I'll shop too. Okay. <laughs> On what credit card? Ooh. Oh, right. boy. Yeah. He is not being a very good team member. We could be like, listen, you're acting like a child, and we definitely don't have that in the budget. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I would like here, Heather? I would like him to actually say it. Why don't you text him, what is your problem with us sticking to a lower budget this year? And have him say that because I'm competing with the other dude. I like it. Okay. Just what is your problem with us sticking to a lower budget this Mm, year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. He clearly has a problem with it, so why? Let him say it. Because Jesus is the reason for the season. (laughs) Man, nothing irritates me more than when I hear about a couple where one partner is trying to have an actual, like, resolution or conversation Mm -hmm. and the other one is just petty and childish and won't even, like, entertain the conversation right off the bat. We're dealing with male ego here, though. 
is really what we're doing here, is that he feels inferior to the other dude. And when that starts to happen between guys, it is reason goes right out the window. Lose all your logic. You lose all your logic when it comes to ego. Okay. He says, I don't mind budgets except when it comes to this. They deserve it. Okay. So how about this then? Heather, is there anything else in the year that you can cut out or cut back on and be like, okay, if you don't mind budgets in order to pay for this, we're not going to be able to take our trip to Asheville this year. Or whatever. I mean, we always do a spring trip, so. All right. I like that. All right. Here we are negotiating. I mean, it does. It it sucks for Heather, though, because that's her trip as well. Why don't you just take a solo trip? You don't got to go. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm fine with that. So this conversation. without him and the kids? (laughs) Okay. Wait, so how do I phrase that? What if we say, this is a partnership. We are a team. We need to compromise. If we splurge on Christmas, we have to cut back on our spring trip. There you go. Cancel or cut back. Well, cut back also could mean that he's going, they're just going somewhere cheaper. Yeah. Well, I guess that's up to Heather and your budget. Yeah. Heather, do you want to cancel? I think I'm going to say cancel. Okay. Send. And then when spring rolls around, you can always hit him with like, well, I'm going away for the weekend. But we just push that <laughs> oh, one down yeah. the road a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he doesn't value the spring trip as much as I thought. He's like, uh, okay, no problem. He said, no. sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay, I think in his head, he's like, Psh, when it when it rolls around, she's not going to want to cancel it. She's still going to go. I think right. he's trying to kick, he's kicking his can down the road as well. Mm. But you're going to have to stand firm on but the spring trip. I don't feel like we won this at all. No, we didn't. No, oh. I don't won this we at all. no we, she's got it in writing. We're not doing the spring trip. Yeah, but that's a that's penalizing her. She's still going. And he's still going to spend a crap load of money this year. Yeah, and when the spring trip rolls around, she can pull out all the receipts from the mm-hmm. kids' gifts and be like, we talked about this, you agreed to it, we're not going on the spring trip. Are you okay with this, Heather? I guess so. That wasn't convincing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not quite the outcome I hoped for, but... You need to stop choking his love chicken. <laughs> Isn't that what you called him? <laughs> no. So I would hit back, all right, so that's the agreement, and it's in writing, and just leave it at that. Oh, that's it? Yep. Okay. It's not a total win. Sorry about that. None of us feel great about it. No. I feel like we're on the silver podium, not the gold. <laughs> it's a long play. I feel that there's hope for the future here. Okay. All right, Heather, I'm sorry. That's okay. Don't be sorry. It's, it's a half um, win. Okay. All right. Thank well, you. thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you looking for excitement in Atlanta? Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bird Show. We're going to do our Taylor Swift word song association game. Abby here is the queen. We found out she has this superpower where I can literally say one word and she knows the Taylor Swift song it is in. It's 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 kind of mind blowing and boggling all at the same time. It's a true superpower. It like really I don't is. know too many people that can hear one word of a song mm-hmm. and go, I know exactly what song it, that is from the catalog. Is it a superpower or a mental illness? <laughs> a little bit of both. Yes. A little bit of both. <laughs> both can be true. It's yes. mental illness, Annette. Two things can exist <laughs> at the same time. All right. So Abby, what is your current record? Uh, I think I've only been I've only been beaten once. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll have to start having your record. Moving forward, like, like are you? I think you're like four and one. I think. Sure, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. All right. So we have the champion Abby four and one, and your your competitor today, your challenger, is Miss Haley May, a future Bercho winter. Wow. Very impressive. This is bold. This is bold yes. and risky, and I like it. Um, I'm excited, although my superpower is the first note of a song, so I'm a little nervous in this mm. kind of realm. You play one note, and I, like, I'm naming the song in a second. Oh, maybe but, we can evolve this next but time. I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous about the lyrics. <laughs> we like, can change the game. Is it too late? Probably for right now. Yes. But, Haley, after you lose today, we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can bring you back. But don't forget who kicked your axe last night in axe throwing. 14 nothing was it? Oh, wow. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was by one point. It was by one point. But our round. Our round was 14 nothing. Damn, Abby. Damn. Listen. I don't even know how to score that, and it just sounds terrible. <laughs> don't hate on the blue team. Blue team, we were the Cinderella hit. Blue or boo? Oh, oh, oh damn. <laughs> okay. All right. Creating tension. She's not even part of us yet. All right, rednecks. <laughs> All right, so what school do you oh go to? Um, I go to Kennesaw State University. Kennesaw State. Yes. And give us your Taylor Swift resume. Um. Well, Two Eras tour shows, Atlanta night one, Chicago night one. I was in Chicago. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We totally sat in different parts of the arena. We're so connected. <laughs> um, I remember Speak Now came out when I was, I had just turned 10 years old and, no, eight years old. And I had a giant boom box in my room because I, I didn't have an iPod yet or anything. And the one CD I had was the Speak Now CD. And if I wanted to listen to music while I was showering, I had to jug like, the giant boom box into the shower or into the floor of the bathroom and it sat on the floor of the bathroom could barely reach the outlet yeah and I would get out of the shower to change the song whenever I wanted to go to the next song so you, you risked your as, life you acted as if yes. I did not also live through the early 2000s but she Listen. risked her life. She, she was like bringing yeah. a boombox into the shower. Yeah. Electronics was, and water. I was outlet and also <laughs> pressing the song. When, when Taylor wrote electric, electric Touch, that's not what she was, was talking me. about. It was about me, actually. <laughs> All right. So you have a formidable opponent who has come in aggressively, who's not even part of the Birch Show yet. I appreciate yes, your boldness. I do, too. All right. So here we go, ladies. I'm going to say the word. You must ring in with your name. Abby. Haley. 
Haley May's a lot to say, so we're okay, say just Haley. Haley. Yeah. Well, May's my last name. So. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was like you were like a, d- a double name. No, so Haley May. I'm just Haley. Oh, well, that would be very southern. Well, Haley May. Well, I hate to break it to you, but for your first show internship, you're going to be Miss Haley May. Okay. Because <laughs> Kristen is never wrong. Got it. <laughs> got it. I'm glad after 12 years you finally, finally learned. got it. All right. Um. All right. So I'm going to say the word. Ring in with your names, Abby Haley. And if you get the song right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, it goes to the other person for them to steal the point. Okay. So you can't like just keep rattling off songs all right so here we go ladies your first word is mercurial abby abby mercurial hi illicit affairs correct so I just got to say my name and then think about it. Yes. Yeah. That's what most people do. It's a strategy. Okay. Sometimes okay. people have the harder part remembering their name before they can get into the actual song. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I had a dream last night where I was like, hello. <laughs> when I tried to say my name. All right. So Abby is on the board with one point. It's an impressive start. It is an impressive start. Your next word is refrigerator. Abby. Abby. Uh, refrig- uh, all too well. Yes, correct. Is it not the 10 minute version? It's actually both, Haley. Oh. <laughs> so you came in strong with that whole shutout thing last night. She's mm-hmm. not going to take any mercy on you at all today. No, she's not. I'm coming back with a vengeance. All right. Abby has two. Uh, soon to be intern, Haley has zero. Your word is calamitous. Haley. Haley. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, she's shoot. just throwing her name out there. And they're gonna, <laughs> uh-huh. Smart strategy. The strategy only works if you can guess the answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Abby, the lakes. That is correct. Wow. Man, that was my surprise song, too. Oh, then you should have known it, Haley. I should have. <laughs> See, here's, the, here's where that backfires. If you just throw your name out there without knowing it. And then I'm on the spot. And then that gives her even more time to think about what song it is. Yeah, yeah. but I didn't need time to think. <laughs> Abby three, Haley zero. You're getting shut out like she did last night. It's You're- okay. We'll be one to one then. Axe throwing and Taylor Swift quiz. Is that how this works, Haley? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, your next word is eulogize. Abby. Abby. The lakes. Correct. Mm. Wow. Um, so close. Haley, you're really getting your ass kicked. I am. This is bad. I am. <laughs> hey, but I'm here for a good time, not a long time, right? Yeah. That's what an internship is. A yeah. short time. <laughs> <laughs> when you sign that contract, you get to be the long time. I haven't signed anything yet. You see how I tried to trick you doing the same song twice in a row? You yeah, didn't it didn't work. Me. I know. All right. <laughs> Abby four. Haley, zero. All right, this next word is in not one but two songs. So there are two potential points up for grabs. <gasps> Ready? Your word is demons. Abby. Abby. Um, uh, mm, I know I know it. <clears throat> I know, I know at least one of them. Two Haley potential for- songs, Haley, for the steal. Demons. Oh gosh. <laughs> Abby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now we're going to do something different. I'm going to actually read the lyric. Okay. And you got to tell me the song, all right? You have to wait until I'm finished speaking, though. Okay. Chains around my demons, wool to brave the seasons. Abby. 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 Invisible string. That's correct. All she needed. I, that was the one that I remembered. I mean, there really is no way that Haley May can come back from all no. this, but we can continue. I'm to- just having fun. <laughs> Are you? Are you? I am. <laughs> I don't have to win to have fun. I'm having a great time. Okay. How old are you? This is a very. How old are you? I'm 21. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't have to, I don't have to win to have fun. That's not where I came from. Life will break you soon enough. Let's see if Abby can go for a clean sweep here, okay? All right. This, this, this could be your first. All right, so this is the second Demon song. All right, I'm going to read the lyric. 
and you've got your demons, and darling, they all look like me. Sad, beautiful, tragic. Uh, Everybody loses their points. We start again. Oh, we start again. Okay. (laughs) And we do the first note this time. (laughs) All right, here we go. Your next word is flickering. Abby. Abby. Snow on the beach? Nope. Not flicker. Abby. Happiness. No. (laughs) It's not flicker. It's not flickered. It's flickering. 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 Mm. Oh, Death by a Thousand Cuts. Yes, that is it. Does it not count if she didn't say her name first? Well, we'll just do that again. Okay. Haley, I don't think it's going to matter at this point. No, it doesn't. Haley, when you're on the show, you right. don't need to say your name. Oh, <laughs> wow. That 14-nothing show. I'm in a kind of mood today. Apparently, someone's salty from the axe throwing. All right, last one. Let's see if Abby can go for a clean sweep. Your word is... Achilles. Haley? Haley? Is it the archer? Nope. Achilles. Um, Abby? Abby? I'm a guess. Epiphany? No. These are the hands of fate. You're my Achilles heel. Abby? Abby. Holy ground? Nope. Nope. Sta- Abby. Yeah, State of grace. That is it. Oh. It was close. Holy ground was... Hey, it, to me, they're the same I song. knew where you were coming from with that whole thing, yeah. It is. Sweet for our wow. champion, Abby. Why? Should I take the sweatshirt off? I think you probably have a couple of Taylor Swift hoodies, but you've never heard any of her music. Oh, ever. I guess I'm ever. Name five Taylor Swift songs. Should I name my favorites? You should go for it. Abby could probably name them for you. Probably. Well, I, told her, I told her my number one song last night. And you were impressed because it's very underrated. Oh, yeah, peace. It's a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the next time you come in here, we'll try the first note yeah. and see if Let's you can get do a that. Win, okay? I think I, I'm more confident with that. I okay. Think. <laughs> sort of welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, thanks. It's the Bird Show. Get it. The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. Fans of The Golden Bachelor are calling the lead's proposal borderline cruel. Before we get into that, Beyonce dropped a new song. So this was a surprise Ooh. drop. It airs on it during her new film Renaissance in the credits. So of course it was like a surprise, like celebrating the new film. It's called My House, and it is an absolute banger. Heck yeah, it is. It's so good. I love the way she just doesn't tell anybody anything. No. <laughs> just drops music. Yeah, there to. you go. And not a word. It's not like she kicked off. You said the Renaissance film with it. It's in the credits. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch the whole entire film, and then when you're sitting there, you're about to leave. You're like, wait a second. What's that? Never heard that before. <laughs> it's like you with vacations. Yes. <laughs> you don't say anything until you're already like 3,000 miles away. I don't want nobody to take my stuff. I got to keep it to myself. Who knew you were and you and Beyonce were so like? <laughs> Both Virgos. That's Virgo yeah. energy. Yeah. Okay, back to the Golden Bachelor. So after whittling down 22 contestants, he decided that he was ready to spend his life this is your spoiler warning if you have not seen the finale yet. He's decided that he wants to spend his life with a contestant named Teresa. But people are a little upset with his proposal. They're calling it borderline cruel. I got to the point with the questions I had asked myself about how did I get here and, and is she the right girl? And, and I came to the realization that you're not the right person for me to live with.
here's a person that I can't live without. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, wow. Hard right turn. <laughs> Look, no, no dude is going to propose like that. That is totally crap. Uh, Crafted by the producers. Oh, for drama. they wrote that for him. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> well, the boys so, was everything. <laughs> I was confused because I'm listening to this audio and I'm like, wait a second, did they accidentally put the wrong audio of the person that they were going to cut? And then I was like, wait, I'm like, this is a long pause. Like the editors did a really bad job. And I'm like, oh, you can't live without her. But people think it's a little bit cruel. They thought, imagine standing there because it's not just like a regular proposal yeah. where you've had these conversations with your partner and you've decided that you're going to spend the rest of your lives with each other. Homegirl had no idea what the outcome was going to be. So he really... That is is a douchebag move. It really is. I'm putting it on the producers, though. Yeah, Gary would never, obviously. for 25 minutes. (laughs) Um, Yes, Abby, Gary would, and he did. (laughs) Okay, imagine having to clarify to the entire NHL that you did not sleep with one of your other fellow players' moms. So... What? Whoa. Now, the NHL's National Hockey League. Yes, the National Hockey League. So, Corey Perry is now an ex-Chicago Blackhawks player, and his contract was recently terminated earlier this week, and a bunch of rumors started popping around on social media that said that the reason he got terminated from this contract was that he hooked up with a fellow player's mom. And it got so loud that even the general manager had to address the quote, wildly inaccurate and quote, disgusting claims. So now Corey's coming out and saying that the reason he got cut was not because of that. He said, as a result of my actions, there has been speculation and rumors. I am sickened by the impact this has had on others. And I want to make it clear that in no way did this situation involve any of my teammates or their families. Most importantly, I want to directly apologize to those who have been negatively impacted. And I am sorry for the additional impact to others it has created. My behavior was inappropriate and wrong. Okay, so I had to check out photos right yeah. of like of the players like not just the hockey players but the players in this in mm-hmm. this whole story and the the Blackhawks player who's still on the team and whose mom allegedly slept with this other player he's a young buck and he's a cutie and his mom's a little hotty oh yeah oh and I was like mm-hmm. can't you just be you like happy it? for your mom <laughs> You can't. Yeah. Could you imagine if Mo slept with your mom? I'd be happy for my mom. I bet you throw it to her really well. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm just glad you, you used that analogy, not the other way around. <laughs> I think my mom deserves you. Would you, be mad? Would you be mad if Bert slept with your mom? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> You'd be living, wouldn't you? I know your mom. She'd be so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't this happen in the NBA also, though? Yeah, uh, LeBron James. There was a player named Delonte West who uh, it's been alleged by the entire team pretty Nuh-uh. much that he slept with LeBron's mom back in the day. And then he, um, we don't know if it's true, but he certainly wasn't <laughs> on the team the next year or any team after that, any year after. Have you also been catching up with um, the fact that uh, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife mm-hmm. is dating Michael Jordan's son oh, and yeah. they're probably going to get married yep. and they're all going to be at the wedding together? Oh, yeah, Jordan. She wants Michael, Michael Jordan might be the best man in his son's wedding to his former player's ex-wife. Yeah. And this is so bad because Scotty and Michael don't get along well. Scotty that, hates everything Scottie. Jordan, man. <laughs> he hates that family. <laughs> For more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Click eBuzz. Get it. The Bird Show. All right, so these two neighbors got into a fascinating argument that seems to have divided the internet. And I'm very curious as to you guys that are parents on the show, 
Whose side you would have been on had you heard this? Oh, I took a side. I bet. So uh, there's two neighbors, and I'll paint the picture for you, and then you can listen to the way that this conversation or this interaction went. It's a neighborhood. There's a woman who is saying that the kids that live in this home have been going around and barking at her and at other neighbors in the neighborhood. So she's living. And when, when you say kids, we're talking about like young teenagers here. Like, yeah, young teenagers. And they're like hiding in the bushes and stuff and right. then scaring the neighbors and barking at them. And then running back into the home. So the way the video starts, you can see the, from a ring camera, you can see the kids. You can't necessarily see them barking, but you can see them run back into the home. And it looks like they had just been doing something. And then the woman now storms up to the same door and you can see her on the ring camera. She's, she's clearly livid and she rings the doorbell. And then dad, who is who appears to be the father of these kids, answers the door. And this is what followed. So I'm going to ask you uh-huh. to keep them inside. <laughs> okay. So I am the president of POA. I've had numerous people complaining about a noise complaint. Numerous. I came out to walk the neighborhood just to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they are hiding in the bushes, barking at me. They're being kids. I understand that, but when I have like multiple. It's 9 15 after I know, 10 o'clock. If I know, being but too loud, I'm telling we'll you on our Canterbury site, I mean, I have like almost 10 houses now contacted me. Okay. I hate this job. I really did. Obviously, you don't because you're still doing it. Well, no, I'm, I'm about to give it up, actually, <laughs> yeah. at the next meeting. Yeah. But I've had numerous complaints. I just came out yeah. here to say, hey. But then they're, like, barking at me and running. And they're doing kid stuff. They're kids. That's what's wrong with this world because people like you and those other people don't let kids be kids, okay? I know. I so we appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate you stopping by. Have a nice night. Okay. Wait for it. What did he say at the end? I couldn't tell what he said at I the end. Either. That was her walking off off camera. She cussed. Oh, uh, I thought that was him in the house. I thought uh, it was too. No, nah, it was either her. Way. So the, her approach was bad. I need to keep. You're gonna have to keep your kids in the house. Uh, but if this was my kid, I, I always explain this to Hollis, right? My 16 year old. So if there's gonna be problems, it's gonna be with my 16 year old. You got yellow cards and you got red cards. This is a yellow card right here. All right, dude, you're being disrespectful. You're scaring the neighbors. Stop doing it. So she comes to my house. She tells me what they're doing. I say, I am so sorry. I will take care of this. Then I go and I tell my kid, stop being an idiot. And this thing is over. But he was defiant that kids are just being kids. No. And I actually didn't think um, her her take was that or her delivery was that bad. She seemed to be nice about it. She says she had multiple complaints. And if there's a website for the HOA, I mean, you can see that we have our own Facebook page and people, oh my God, I grab my popcorn all the time because of the stuff that happens in the comments on our neighborhood's <laughs> Facebook page. Um, but yeah, she's been dubbed this Karen and like, she's like this horrible person. And I'm like, she was actually really nice about it. And he was kind of rude, if I'm being honest. I agree. I, I didn't get it either. I, I saw a lot of people calling her Karen. Right? Like you said, that's what that's what she was titled as the newest Karen. And I get when you knock on somebody's door, you never know how they're going to react. But to me, I didn't think she was rude at all. I thought he was the rude one and I thought she handled it pretty well. I think people forget the context, too, sometimes. Like, these aren't young kids, like, just hanging out and barking like a puppy. They're teenagers hiding in bushes. There's, it, there's a, they're being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I feel so bad for her because you know she just wants to get out of this job stat. But when 10 people are complaining about the same situation, maybe don't think that you're not the problem. If 10 people are going to the president of the HOA or whatever her official title is and saying that this is an issue and it's uh, it's obviously boisterous enough to 
to catch attention 10 houses down, you and your kids are the problem. Tommy, are you still president of your HOA? Yes, I am. How would you have handled this, sir? Oh, I was on her side. Yeah. At 9, 15 at night, kids outside in the bushes. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know people that walk and carry and, you know, something bad could happen. You get scared, oh, something's in the bushes. That's true. Pow, mm. pow. Right. Then they're on the news crying. Derek here is on the side of the dad. Hey, Derek, you're taking dad's side in this whole thing. Absolutely. Do it. Why? God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got three kids myself. Kids are going to be kids. It is what it is. I would talk to the kids and tell them, hey, you know, calm down. You know, we got a bunch of Karens in here. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, when I shut the door with the lady, I would have barked at her. <laughs> um, I just think they're being really, really disrespectful to, uh, and scaring other neighbors. That's not kids being kids. That's, I mean, you're you're scaring the neighbors. Like that's if they were outside riding their bikes and like being loud or something like that, that's kids being kids. Hiding in a bush right. and barking at your neighbors and scaring them uh, at 9.15 at night. Uh, 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 I, mean, I, uh, <laughs> I get it, but... <laughs> I'm going to let my kids have fun. I remember when I was a kid, I, I used to do that ding-dong ditch thing, uh, me and my buddies. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. I remember we did this one man, and we kept doing it to him. He turned on the front light, and he turned on the back light. Then he came out, and he had a shotgun. And thank God, by that time, we were up the street in the ditch, but we ran off. But that's that's what could happen. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> same exact thing happened to me. Is that right? Yep, my last time doing it, too. I told you guys I was ripping up the uh, sod in a neighbor's. Uh, remember that? Yes, that was such an a hole thing to do. You little a hole. Such an a hole. I was seven years old at the time. My mom was seven at that. He yeah, was seven. It was before I left for California, so I must have been seven years old. And there was a little pack of us a holes that were going around, and this neighbor um, put sod in their front yard, and we thought it would be really funny to rip up the sod every night until they called the cops and the cops were hiding and we did it one night and we had to get in the back of the cop car and be dropped off at our parents' house, man. Uh -huh. That's not kids being kids. That's the kids that being felons. <laughs> 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 Alright, so let's get some help here for one virtual listener who is in this weird state right now because if you start dating right now, you got the holidays right around the corner and then you start wondering, like, if this goes somewhere, I'm here for four weeks, what do I get him? What do I get her? So maybe you shouldn't date at all. I'm supposed to go out this weekend on a first date with a guy I've been interested in for a while. We finally connected and he asked me out. But there's something I'm feeling anxious about. Christmas is just around the corner, and if this date goes well, fingers crossed, we'd likely be dating for a few weeks by the time the holiday season is in full swing. This leads to my dilemma. Christmas gifts. I am someone who feels incredibly awkward about gift giving, especially in new relationships. It's that uncertainty of whether to get a whether to get a gift or what kind of gift to get or how much to spend, you know the drill. I'm seriously considering whether I should ask to postpone our date until after the holidays to avoid this potential gift-giving awkwardness. On one hand, I really don't want to miss out on what could be a great start to a relationship. On the other hand, I dread the thought of the navigating gift situation with someone 
I'm just starting to get to know. I know it might sound silly to some, but for me, this is a real concern. I hate the idea of either us feeling pressured or uncomfortable so early on. But then again, am I overthinking this? Is it normal to exchange gifts after just a few weeks of dating? Should I go with the flow and see how things pan out? I'm torn between not wanting to let my anxieties get in the way of a potentially good thing and wanting to avoid a situation that could be awkward for both of us. What do you guys think? Should I postpone the date or just go for it and deal with the gift situation if it comes up? What you think, Mel? I think she's overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from me, the serial <laughs> overthinker on the show. Uh, yeah, I, I, this is something I would bring up like as a joke just to kind of get the anxiety out of the way. Like, are we doing gifts? Are we not? It's kind of early in a relationship. And I feel like it'll be a, kind of just a passing joke that comes and goes. I don't think that early in a relationship is going to make a break whether you do or you don't get a gift. And if you want to get something, just get something small. Yeah, I think she's way overthinking yeah. it, too. I'm like, you're worrying about something that you don't even know you need to be worrying about. Like, just go on the date and see how it goes. And and then, like, the whole gift or whatever. Yeah, I just think you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just are hanging out right now. I totally feel it. I get that it's awkward because it's in that early stages. But you know what's even more awkward? Telling a guy you don't want to talk to him until January because you're worried about a gift-giving yeah. situation. <laughs> There's that. So, That's a game changer. Yeah, just yeah. go out with the dude. It's the virtue. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.